So a lot of people are picking up hobbies during quarantine. Which type of hobby person are you? Are you like the baking person? Are you the exercise person? Or are you like the learning more things person? The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. All right, as we are a full month at least into this lockdown, shutdown, COVID crisis thing, whatever you want to call it, uh, people are picking up hobbies and getting getting used to the new norm and it's unfortunate we have to call it that but it is what it is and we move forward and and do the best we can um, but I wanted to talk today about something that's going to help build teams at first I taught I introduced the topic um, but I realized like the reason for the topic is more important than the topic itself and uh, the, the so the the real underlying goal here is building teams growing a sales team and a lot of people, you know, in sales, we have this really interesting catch-22 or conundrum is usually the sales manager is the top, was the top sales rep and they get promoted, right? So if you've ever watched The Office, that's kind of the classic, like Michael Scott's the top salesperson, so he gets promoted to be this, the manager of The Office and uh, doesn't always turn out to be the best thing uh, because, well, we can go to a lot of reasons. But for those of you that do want to build sales teams, this is a really good piece of a little, a really important cog in the wheel of building a team that's going to help you a lot. So the, the go-to way of building a team is so that so the company owner will pick a, as they start growing and getting more sales, they'll pick the top salesperson to be the sales manager because conventional wisdom is like, well, since they're the best one, they've earned it, but two... Um, they know what they're doing, right? Because they're obviously closing deals, so they can help teach others on what they're doing. Uh, the problem with that is, one, even if they are a good trainer, um, they only have 24 hours in a day. And so usually they have to maintain production, but also they have to train people. And so what most sales managers do is they work really hard getting their production, like to continue to be the leader in production. And then they also work hard in recruiting. And they also work hard on training. So all of a sudden, like, they have like a 40, 50 hour week with just production. Now they have a 70, 80 hour week and they just get burned out. And uh, that's in, because sales managers look at their job as like a trainer recruiter. And there's ways to make that job easier. So what I've learned is making the reps do a lot of the learning and content work. And then the manager doing the, the, the coaching a lot of times the, ma- the manager is trying to do all the content and training um, when they should just be doing coaching, right? Like a head coach for a, for a basketball team doesn't, like ex- doesn't teach all the basketball skills. Like the, bas- the kids should be practicing those and learning those outside of practice. And they come for coaching and team development. And that's the same, that should be the same as sales. And if you take that mindset, you're going to take a huge like load off your plate. Like you should, your job, like if you're in pest control, your job's not to teach your reps everything about pest control. It's to like them go learn it by themselves and then they come get coaching on how to sell it 
and like practice with you, right? If your jobs, if you're in solar, your job is not to teach them anything about solar, really. I don't think you should, I don't, personally, I don't think you should teach them anything about solar besides the basics. They should go to like training and have courses for that and then come learn from you on how to like get coaching to sell it better. That way, instead of just like your time being sucked up with one or two reps, like you can literally manage like five or six multiple, like multiple reps really easily. Um, but anyway, here is something, here are some books that have really helped me take a lot of that sales training, that sales content burden off my shoulders and onto reps. Okay. And these are, these, these are not all the sales books in the world. These are just the books that I found that are good at teaching the basic principles of sales and that you should require every new sales rep to read. Okay. And, uh, this isn't necessarily in this order, but I would probably be close to following this order. So I'm split between two books for the beginning. Um, Seller Be Sold and Way of the Wolf. I know Grant Cardone and uh, Jordan Belfort don't get along, uh, but they have, both of those books are very good introductory sales books. I would probably say Seller Be Sold is better at instilling passion and just pure like love of sales. Way of the Wolf is a little more like technical book. Um, I know that sounds like really weird to say that about Jordan Belfort, but it is, it is more technically sound on the sales end. Um, Grant kind of just shoots from his hip and um, Jordan's got a little more of a systemized method. Um, but that being said, I still think that having that passion for a new sales rep is more important than the system. And so I would choose Sell Every Sold first um, and then Way of the Wolf later to learn straight line selling system. Okay. And then the next one is how to win friends and influence people. So this is a like a standby, an old like an old like stand, you know, foundational book for sales and just influence persuasion, right? Um, and I wouldn't recommend it for reps that are already like got the basic skills down, like listening to someone, engaging, like using their name. Like if they're if they're if they have the basic people charm skills down, they don't need to read this book. But there are a lot of people out there that are just socially awkward, and this is a good book for them to practice and start to learn some of the, just how to engage people and help them feel other people feel comfortable around them, right? So those are like those are the three basic books that I have every rep read, to to get started. Um, the next ones are more mindset books, and the the first one I would really well there's two I don't know which one I would well no I would I do. So You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is really, really good for new reps to learn or read when they're in that second, third week of training when it's really hard for them. Like that first week, even the second week, they have a lot of enthusiasm. But that third week, especially if they're not getting a ton of success, they're going to feel really worn out and like hopeless in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, if some reps check out the first one or two days, they'll just leave themselves out. But if they're like in that third week and they're still starting to feel the grind instead of like the enthusiasm, plug them into Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's going to give them a really good perspective on how to like work with and deal and push past, push past pain because that's really the skill they need in those like third and fourth weeks. And so if you, if you encourage that or You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, have them read that. It'll help have them give them perspective and some motivation. Okay. Um, the next one after that is The Obstacle is the Way. Very similar to You Can't Hurt Me, but more of a philosophical standpoint. And so that's like a later book you'd have them read. Um, but again, it's more about that one's very much about how you can take the trials or things you're struggling with and turn those in, into advantages. It's a really good book. 
Um, actually, I pretty actually I know that that Bill Belichick had all the Patriots as an organization read this book, and and really apply its principles. So it it comes well tested in upper echelons of of sports, and that he's not the only one. There's other ones as well. All right, so th- those are like the basic mindset books. I have my rep my reps read. Um, one more that I would really really suggest is Rich Dad Poor Dad, um, especially for reps that start to get successful because they're going to spend their money very unwisely. And so right when they start getting those first commission checks, the big ones, you need to have like right before that, you need to have them buy and read Rich Dad Poor Dad. And it's going to help them give a better perspective on how to spend their money. And so they don't just go splurge it. And uh, it's really important that they have like that perspective. They're still going to go do a splurge like we all do. Um, I'm like, I remember the first time I got like a $16,000 check, it was like, Yep, we're spending that, you know, and then if you don't change those habits, the checks just get bigger and the purchases just get bigger. I'm smiling because I've been there. Um, anyway, so that's like, that's a really good book to read to help get perspective on that. So, and then that that's like, again, like, I know this is probably a boring podcast, but I think the technicalities of it are, are really important. A um, couple more books I'd recommend for advanced sales is Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. That's for good social media foundation. And then Never Split the Difference for negotiating. That is a very advanced sales. Um, I wouldn't put give that till someone's like really good at closing um, and just wants to like go from a 30, 40% closer to like a 50% closer and specifically like get higher margins in their sales. Um, that's, it's a really advanced book. If you give that to a newbie, it's just going to go totally past them. Um, and then... For your, as people grow and they start to find leadership, I think Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, Babin are really, really great to give like, just so leaders start to have a no excuse approach to getting results. And that, if you have, you've probably read that, like everybody's read that book. If you haven't read that book, go read it. And then 21 Interferable Laws of Leadership is another really good one. Um, a little, not like a good themed one, but it's a good like, just study for 10 minutes one every day. And then one that I really, really, really recommend is Multipliers by Liz Wiseman. It is amazing management books and management book and leadership books and give you book and gives you a great perspective on how to build an organization and the poisons an organiza- that can destroy an organization. So that's really good. And the last one I'll put on here is very gratuitous. It's Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Uh, that is, man, it's a really quick read. It's fictional, uh, but it gives amazing perspective on leadership. It's actually on the Marine Corps reading list. So it's really good. I'll put these books in the, in the description. So if you want to go look them up, you can look them up. But all great books really get your people on them and yep hope that hope that helps and takes a burden out again the the goal here is for you to like take that a lot of the sales training content stuff off your shoulders and give it to your reps so they can do that and they come for you for practice that way you can you can multiply yourself you can duplicate yourself a lot easier